Welcome, one and all, to the mystical world of Felbar. Adventures abound throughout this realm, and we appreciate the opportunity to regale you with some stories from these trails. These accounts are all based on actual RPG experiences that occurred within Adventures in Felbar. Some of these tales may be for mature audiences, while others may be for very immature audiences. We now present the sage Mikas Tumo from Tamel, also known as the Bard of Felbar. Welcome to session Fartook-121. Our last episode featured the party passing by the city of Smoltz when they encountered a Minos raiding party consisting of three ships. An effort to evade failed and the folly was struck by a chain attached to a missile weapon. A dramatic entrance by the Minotaur commander caught everyone off guard and he took Lady Irena prisoner. A passionate embrace led to the discovery of the hidden Volute scroll. The swashbuckler recklessly opened it and quickly found himself a victim of a charm spell with Lady Irena taking over his mind. We rejoin the group as they are still puzzled at the rapid turn of events. Shut up and lower your voices lest the crew hear you, warned Lady Irena. She turned back to her associates and asked for suggestions, pointing out that the commanders levied against the charmed Minotaur had to be short and easy to follow. Flabbergasted at the quick turn of events, everyone stood dumbfounded and stammered answers. Shaking her head, Lady Irena pursed her lips and thought for a moment before turning back to see the other two vessels destroying the city. Admiral uh, Boreblood, the captains of the other two vessels are conspiring against you. No, no, that's not it. Uh, Commander, the other two vessels are your enemy. Defeat them all or die. The statement cost the rest of the party off guard, but the large minotaur bowed deeply and stated, It shall be done. The creature pulled the ballista bolt out of the deck, curled it around his arm, and swung off the ship, quickly climbing to the top deck of his own vessel. Yelling was heard from the large minotaur ship, and the sound of whiplashing before the Minos vessel headed back into the bay. A few minutes later, the nimble ship completed the course change and headed back in between the other two ships that were still pummeling the coastline. Bulger and Henrik ran to the steering area and began to make preparations to try and escape, but Sister Elaine stopped them and screamed out, Where is Cabe? As everyone looked around, no one could spot the missing bard. The group began to panic and he was nowhere to be found. Tonia yelled out that she had found him. Looking in her direction, the others noticed she was pointing back towards Smoltz. Peering into the distance, they noticed a thin figure leap from the back of the Minos vessel and plunge into the water. Admiral Borblood's boat had begun to maneuver itself in between the other two attacking ships when the situation became strange. The middle vessel began to attack the other two ships at point-blank range. Screaming from the ships was intense and the other two vessels began to take substantial damage and change their rate of fire and angles towards their own third ship. With all three watercraft assaulting each other, the city of Smoltz was being left alone. For the next few minutes, the three Minos ships fired upon each other, but the center craft had attacked with surprise and deadly accuracy. The boat on the far left began to sink quickly as a shot below the waterline struck true. With the attack redirected onto the far right ship, the battle quickly ended with massive damage 
leaving only Admiral Borblood's ship still floating. A hand slapped the side of the folly, and the group armed themselves, only to discover that it was a very wet Cabe Silverton. He was quickly hoisted aboard by Fargus and Sister Elaine, and began to gasp for air. Lady Irena looked down and took the bard's hand, noticing that he was wearing the ring of water walking. Pointing it out, the others breathed a sigh of relief. As they waited for the bard to recover, Bolger yelled for Henrik to get them out of there. He pointed out that it would not take long for the Minotaur to refocus their attentions back onto the folly. Cabe gasped, and in a halting, stuttering voice that included spitting up water, he told the gnome to hold. The party was still flustered at the tornadic change of events over the past several minutes. Henrik yelled out that the last ship was turning back towards them. Bolger knelt next to his exhausted friend and asked him if he was certain. Cabe weakly nodded, but the others noticed blood starting to spill onto the deck. Stripping off his armor, the party discovered that the half-elf had been skewered by a blade. Sister Elaine quickly began a prayer to Dilo, and the wound started to close with the bleeding stopping. Cabe slumped onto the deck with his eyes fluttering, but recovered shortly thereafter. They're coming! yelled out an excited Tonia, and the others looked forward as their doom approached. Cabe weakly lifted his head just as an explosion ripped through the center of the large vessel. The ship blew apart, sending shards of wood in every direction. The Bay of Smoltz was littered with a carnage of bodies and wreckage everywhere. The main mast floated towards the folly, and Fargus quickly slashed at some rigging. Pulling a piece of cloth aboard, the others recognized it as the Minos flag. Lady Irena looked to Cabe and inquired if it was his handiwork. He slowly nodded, spitting up the last of the water in his lungs. How? she pressed. Cabe began to laugh weakly. They... <coughs> they... <coughs> they were hauling ale. Ale and oil. A lot of it. <coughs> I figured I'd just torch it. If we were going to die, we should share the experience with them. The group stared at each other with dumbfounded looks until the silence was broken with a soft, sobbing sound. Looking over at Bolger, he fell to his knees, bemoaning the lost libations, causing everyone to get a hearty laugh. We'd best check for survivors, yelled out Fargus. Henrik expertly moved to the bridge and began to maneuver the craft through the wreckage towards the docks. Only a handful of sailors from both sides survived the battle but it was Lady Irena's keen eyesight that spotted the prize. Reaching over for one of the steering poles, she was able to snag a burnt but jeweled eye patch that was floating and secured it in her robes. An hour later, the folly made it to the docks where a jubilant crowd awaited the heroes of Smoltz. Cave had recovered from his harrowing experience and explained that he was almost thwarted by a minotaur sailor that caught him piling up the ale, hence the wound. The mixed crowd was ecstatic and praised the individuals for their efforts, including an injured mayor who proclaimed a celebration in the group's honor. Henrik and Tonio were unaccustomed to such notice and were uncertain as to how to react. Bulger stepped in between them and inquired why they were so standoffish. After they explained the issue to him, he pointed out that this kind of thing happens to us a lot. It's actually kind of strange, but in a good way. 
He clapped them on their backs and stepped forward to receive hearty handshakes from relieved populace and took several mugs of ale in victory. Henrik and Tonio were still standoffish, but were rushed by a group of happy citizens that bestowed kisses and accolades on them for their bravery in defeating the Minotaur force. We close out this episode now and give you our thanks for listening. Please subscribe to this podcast and don't forget to follow us on Twitter at The Bards Podcast. For everyone in Adventures of Philbar, thanks for listening.